Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you love the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Talbot and today I'm thrilled because I'm being joined by Natalie, who is a body image coach. And I just think it's going to be a really interesting conversation to talk about body image, body positivity, um, and to have an expert here to chat with me is just brilliant. So hello, Natalie, how are you? I am good. I am good. Yes, not too bad at all. Excited. Oh, and you know, it's lovely to have you with that deep, wonderful accent of yours, because you're based up north, (laughs) aren't you? I am. I'm in Lancashire. Yes, yes. My accent is super broad, super broad. And and you know, it's really interesting. So on here, you've got me, who's probably about as southern as I can get from a southern point of view, and you, who's north. So it's going to be brilliant. Listen, I'm really intrigued. Just, Just tell us more about what is a body image coach? Explain it to us. Yeah, I will. And I do. And I think it's important to do because I think a lot of people do get confused a little bit with kind of, does that mean I'm a personal trainer? Does it mean I'm a nutritionist? But basically our body image is basically just how we see ourselves. So how we feel about ourselves and how we think about ourselves. So it doesn't actually matter what our weight is. It's about how we mentally see ourselves. So a lot of that just gets tied into kind of, you know, what we were told as kids, what's important. Maybe we've been like, told to look a certain way growing up and eventually we kind of like get this opinion of ourselves so it's really tied into our self-image basically um so we can get quite a distorted view um we'll either get a distorted view of ourselves or um you know if our weight changes um you know we put on weight we lose weight whatever that is we start to question our worth so it's not about kind of it's not an issue whether we put on weight or lose weight it's what that means to us which is the problem and how much we tie into that basically. So it's more like self-worth, self-esteem and how we tie that into our appearance, basically. Yeah. How, how, did, so you kind of that. how did you get into that then? Is there, is there kind of a bit of a story or is it something that you kind of are passionate about? How did you get into it? Yeah, so basically it was probably when I was around... I've never been overly concerned about what I look like, but you start to, you hate like your teenage years, don't yeah. you? And you start to become a bit more conscious, you know, what do boys think of it? What are my friends wearing? And I think I hit a point, there's quite a lot of things going on in my life at the time. And I think as an element of control for me, I started focusing on appearance a lot and I became yeah. really paranoid with it. I got quite disordered with it. And I ended up like my weight has never massively fluctuated. It's never massively fluctuated, but I ended up with, um, body dysmorphia so I had quite a strange idea of what I looked like basically um so yeah I would skip meals but over exercise I kind of you know you're obviously yeah. into like shopping I like 
throughout any clothes that were tight on me because everything gave me a muffin top. And I just, at first, it wasn't an issue because, oh, that's what everybody does, you know. And I was getting loads of compliments. Oh, you look amazing. Oh, I wish I hit the gym like you. You have so much energy. And I was like, oh, this is good. But it, it like, fed it for me. Yeah. Um, basically, I ended up, a couple of things happened. And I ended up thinking, like, that's all I was. So, you know, my appearance and having this slender body was kind of the only thing I had to offer, if that makes sense. So yeah. it became this like obsession to never, ever change. And <laughs> I think we could all agree that that's not really a realistic goal yeah. to, to chase. So, you know, over time, at first when I'm like 19, that was quite manageable. But as you get older, you change, your body changes. It became like this exhausting cycle of behavior, which... Yeah yeah it just kind of like affected everything so my relationships would get ruined you know there was no anything with the lights on you know I was paranoid jealous I wouldn't kind of put myself forward for jobs because you know who am I to do anything apart from go to the gym um and it just became really really toxic and I went to I studied psychology when I was about 25 I went to uni outside work um and that helped me to kind of realize oh god I'm not crazy because partners and everyone would just be like what is your problem your body's perfect you know shut up and it's like it was like it was attention seeking like I was just being a little bit high maintenance so I kind of wouldn't get support around it because to be honest I felt stupid and I felt kind of like embarrassed that I wasn't happy with my body so it became like this little secret so I'd like do everything in the secret uh, but, but when I went, becomes, but then it becomes this bit, bit nat- like Natty as well. That like it's a suffering in silence, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and that's when it gets toxic, isn't it? Yeah, and and um, you know, I'm assuming you know those years ago, nothing was in the public eye like it is now mm. about you know share and 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 care for others and talk and, and all that type of thing. So is that is that kind of as you? You, I'm assuming you finished your psychology degree, which you yeah. qualified in, and then it it must have made you think, right? Hang on a minute, I can help others because of the the previous experience that you've got is is based on absolutely complete reality. You know how other people are thinking from from a body image and a self a self kind of worth point of view. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when I finished, I was kind of still a bit like, oh. How did I, because I got a first and I was like, oh, and my family were a bit like, oh, right, you got a first. It was always a shock if I like achieved anything academically sometimes. Like what, you passed your driving test first time? What, you got a first? Like it was just yeah. a shock if I achieved anything because I wasn't the intelligent one. Um, so yeah, so I did it and then I was like, well, what should I do now? So I spent about 10 years working in addiction services because that's something that's kind of been a bit of an issue yeah. um, in my family a little bit. So I thought I'll go and do that. And then I just kind of hit this point where I was like, I enjoy helping people with addiction, but it's not kind of, you know, I haven't had an addiction problem. So when I sat and reflected, I was like, okay, I'll do confidence because confidence has always been a big thing for me. And then when I narrowed it down, I was like, well, the only thing that ever made me feel unconfident was my appearance. Yeah. So that's, yeah. So that's how I kind of like thought, that's what I'll do. (laughs) Do you know what's really interesting? Because obviously from, from my point of view as a stylist, you know, a lot of it is about, you know, what, what people wear and, and how they look and when, how we create the outfits and how the, you know, what they wear to work and out for a party and all that type yeah. of thing. 
but it goes back to that whole word and and people will have heard me say this more and more and more times it's about how something makes you feel mm. how does it make you feel what you're wearing how does it make yeah. you feel you know when you put on those new shoes or, or whatever because what's really really interesting and I've, and again i've said this before but what happens is when anybody gets dressed in the morning, they, they look in the mirror because we like to see if our, I don't know, our jacket's okay or our shirt's nicely fitted in. And, and we look in the mirror and go, right, okay, I'm not quite sure about my thighs in these trousers. I'm not quite sure if my bust looks too big in this top because what happens is what we see in the mirror is it absolutely not what is looking back. Do you know what I mean? What, what yeah, we yeah. see in the mirror, we see something that is completely different looking back at us. Whereas yeah. then what happens is you go out to work or you go for coffee with friends or whatever, and they'll say, oh, I love your top. And you're thinking, hang on a minute, why are you not looking at my thighs in these trousers? Because that's what I saw in the mirror in the morning. And it's yeah. so interesting, isn't it? It goes back to how we, you know, all of us, how we all see our own bodies because we see them in a very different way to others, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, when we spend so long kind of thinking we don't look good and, you know, this, this is, you know, it becomes our reality, isn't it? You know, you can't, you can't possibly tell someone you don't look like that because they're just like, whatever. Because it is just, you know, it's, it's like you said, you know, what we actually see comes from how we feel about ourselves. If we feel horrible about ourselves, when we look in that mirror in the morning and we're looking, we're not seeing like a whole person. We're not looking at the whole outfit. We're going, we're focusing in on those little areas that we believe are our flaws, aren't we? So we're going, oh God, you know, my belly's bloated or, or you know, God, yeah, my legs. I remember what a, a partner once told me that um, my legs were stocky. I'm quite sure my legs were stocky and he meant just like muscly and toned and what I heard was stocky now I don't think any female was <laughs> stocky so since then I'd always been like oh god my thighs are like chunky for a small person they're so muscly and chunky that they're really like solid in pants um and I think yeah we just we do that and it does become this um just this pattern of like you said just when we're looking in the mirror it's not you know we're not looking in to see what we look like we're looking in the mirror to double check that all the things that are wrong with us are still wrong with us. And, you know, and I think, I know for me, if I got on the scale, I could look in the mirror in the morning and go, actually, right, you're looking good. You're looking, you're looking good. And then I'd just walk away and then I'd go and weigh myself. Now that would then change what I saw the next time I looked in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's really interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, during lockdown, so I have short hair. So for, for people who, who can see, obviously, YouTube, they can see my hair shorter, if you've seen my website. Um, for those of maybe who are new to the podcast, I have short hair. And um, it's quite an edgy cut. Now, during lockdown, watch, and, I've, and I am fanatical about my hair. So everyone, anyone who knows me in my family, they know that if there's a hair out of place, I'm a bit like <laughs> there's a hair out of place. Or if the colour's not quite right, I'm like, the colour's not quite right. Yeah, I, I have the most patient hairdresser ever, which is why I've been with her for years and years and years, because she is the only one who can cut it in the way she cuts it. Nobody else can do it. Anyway, du during lockdown, you're going back to what you were talking about. Of course, I couldn't get a haircut. I couldn't get a haircut for like nearly, 
what was nearly five months to the point it's and I've got loads of hair it kept growing wider and wider didn't grow down it grew wider and and you know what I kept looking at it every time I what you were saying I looked in the mirror I kept thinking my hair looks horrendous and it made me feel terrible and you know we have a I have an amazing family but I have two 17 year olds you know who were like mum it looks like you've got a crash out on your head mum seriously but it, it is how it makes you feel isn't it and this yeah. is why you know I always say to people it doesn't matter and, and clients it doesn't matter if you buy your clothes from Primark or whether you buy them from Prada if they make you feel good or it could be a necklace or a pair of shoes or a handbag if it makes you feel good then that's it and mm. the body image is it is, it's so powerful because of the social media that we have nowadays. You know, people have their, don't they? They, they have their pictures touched up. They put filters yeah. on. They have everything like that. But actually, it's learning to be comfortable with who we are. And, and I don't think necessarily, you might correct me if I'm wrong, I don't necessarily think it's an age thing. I don't think you can say as you get older, you become more comfortable. In some cases, you do. Mm. And I think Kate Winslet put out a post um, the, the other few weeks ago, which said, you know, how can people not think that as women get older, they get more beautiful, you know, and if you think of some of the people in the public eye. So it's, it's how do we learn to become comfortable with who we are, whether we're 14, 15, or whether we're 80, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's massive, isn't it? Because it's all about the image that we see looking back in that mirror. I mean, I wonder, I wonder if, um, you know, people didn't have mirrors or could see their reflections anywhere, if it would be a different story. Yeah. And I know some people do do that, don't they? Kind of like when they're initially trying to improve the body image, they'll kind of avoid mirrors. And I think that does work short term. Yeah, but it's everywhere, isn't it? You walk past a car, you can see this weird reflection of your ass, isn't the thing? Or, you know, in every shot in any of the window reflections we can't escape images of ourselves and that's the thing and like you said I think it's it's more about what we attach to the meaning when we look in so like with your hair it's like okay my hair's like I feel like my hair's getting really big and bushy yeah but what does that mean so it's like what does that mean does that now mean that I don't look after myself does that now mean I'm unattractive does that now it's what we attach to it yeah which is the issue because you know sometimes it might be like I woke up yesterday and I put a post out on it and I thought I woke up and I was just like, oh God, I was just like my belly. I looked like I was about two months pregnant. Um, and we had a weekend, we'd been out eating lots of food and it had been that coming to that time of the month. So I was just like swollen. And I thought, you know, go back in time, that would have like completely set my day away. And, and I think it's just getting kinder with ourselves, isn't it? Yeah, massively. And just remembering that, do you know what? If I look like I'm two months pregnant today, it's okay. You know, it's not, it hasn't like changed how my day is going to go unless I let it. It hasn't changed how good I'm going to be in a session I might do later on. It doesn't change us. And I think that's, I think to do it, it's just, it's disconnecting ourselves from our bodies because, you know, I'll always say that, yes, looking after our bodies is really important. It is really important. We need to feed them well. We need to move them. We need to look after them. But our bodies aren't the most important thing about us. So as a person our bodies are there to help us move around, hug our kids, take part in activities, breathe, actually live. But 
you know, their physical appearance, unfortunately, society will tell us it's super important. Um, And I think it's starting to take that with a pinch of salt a little bit, because often we compare ourselves all the time, don't we, to our younger selves, um, our friends, people see on social media, and it's quite unfair. Like, I know one of the big things that we do is compare ourselves to ourselves, (laughs) You know, yeah, yeah, we're, forever, yeah. we're forever looking in mirrors and saying like, oh God, you know, I wish I still looked like that. Or why did I, I complain? I look wrinkles that I used to have. You do, don't you? Yeah. Or we'll say like, you know, oh God, how did I complain about myself then? I looked amazing. I wish I looked like that now. And I think, you know, it's that thing that people say, isn't it? Like you'll never meet an eight-year-old woman who'll say, I wish I'd have spent more time in life worrying about how I looked. And I think sometimes it takes a bit of a shift sometimes. So like as we get older, I think sometimes it just gets worse with people. And I think sometimes it gets better. And sometimes the getting better is because something's happened. So like for me, one of my big things that really helped me to, you know, I've been doing lots of things for years and like some things would stick, some things wouldn't. And for me, having kids was a big move for me. So, you know, it became, okay, I need to be, I need to sort myself out, sort my mindset out because I'm now a mother to two daughters and the idea that they might dislike themselves so passionately and think they need to change themselves all the time would break my heart. So that became a thing for me. I think sometimes other people maybe get unwell and therefore their perspective of how important their appearance is takes a back seat. Yeah, you know, so I think it's sometimes it just takes us to shift that perspective of how important it is. Um, I think it's a major thing because it's interesting, isn't it? Because it, like you were saying about, we, we all have our bodies, and sometimes you know I've heard people say about it is that our body is actually just the shell. You know, the body is the shell, like you said, it breathes, it walks, it, it exercises, it does everything else. But if the mind's not right then the the, the shell won't work properly and and won't help. And I think from, you know, especially from a clothing point of view, you know, I know that certain clothes will suit certain body shapes better, but it's never about the size of the body shape that you dress. It doesn't matter whether the body shape is a size four or whether it's a size 30, basically. And and you that using certain styles and garments and colors and things like that. Because, you know, it, it's about, you know, having the right styles as well will create yeah. that massive positive body image. And, and you know that you might have a colour that you know that if you put it on, it makes you feel fantastic. And it could be black, but it could also be cerise pink. It could be orange. It could be lime green. But actually, yeah. it's all those little things help create that, that positive mindset that when you catch yourself in the I don't know the Sainsbury's you know window or you catch yourself in in an H&M mirror or something like that you go yeah okay that that I like that and and it's so true it's about I always say you're better off having something that you absolutely love that you catch yourself in the kind of you know in the morning even once you've got dressed and you go out the door thinking shoulders back yes you know have you got Obviously, because what you do is so powerful and it, and it impacts so many um, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Have you got like a top three tip that you can share with the listeners that would, you know, if, if anybody does get that kind of, 
almost like an imposter syndrome in, into the head. Yeah. Have you got like a top three you'd be happy to share with us? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, and I'll make them like targets around because I know that obviously going clothes shopping is a big thing for all of us. And like you said then, you know, black becomes our favourite colour. And sometimes that just, we love to like black. And sometimes it's because it's always slimming. Slimming. It's yeah. Because- it's because black is a deep, dark undertone and it has big, big, big properties in it that create, you know, this slimming effect. But so, so then in fairness, let's quickly go on to colour. So does navy, so does chocolate brown, so does um, that beautiful, deep forest green. They all have mm. the same properties, but you're absolutely right. Sorry, carry on, I interrupted yeah, you. No, 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 it's good, it's good. Um, but yeah, so I think, I think the main thing is that often like because i'm going to keep it on the fact of clothes i think it's really important yeah so the first thing i would say is like um never ever go clothes shopping when you feel crap yeah i think sometimes we'll go oh i feel really horrible about myself i feel fat i feel disgusting so what i'm going to do i'm going to go clothes shopping and buy some new clothes and that'll make me feel better i can guarantee you it will not yeah everything will make you feel faster in the mirror everything will and you'll come away feeling so much worse about yourself than you did before. So I always say, like, don't go clothes shopping. If when you feel rubbish. Yeah. You know, and maybe take someone with you who is a good sounding board, not someone who's going to say, oh, God, Joe, don't buy that, love, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, someone yeah. with a bit more of, like, compassion in them. But take someone with you. And, you know, we don't have to follow trends. I think sometimes we're so keen to go, um, oh, God, you know, that's in now or this isn't like you said it's wearing what suits you and I think if you don't know that it's getting someone like yourself isn't it or you know educating yourself on okay what what suits my body shape because you know what might look good on me might not look good on you or someone else because we're all different yeah um and I think if you decide because I know shorts are a big issue um, and I was working with a lady that's, that's everybody's knees that's a knee thing go on yeah and I think um you know I was working with a lady a bit ago who's just like I'm boiling and she'd be like like I used to she used to sit sweating sweating to death in pants because she didn't want to put shorts on so I always say look don't just like go on oh, um but also there's different options in there like you'll know you could wear a long flowing dress that would air your legs you know it doesn't yeah, have yeah. to be short but if you want to wear something short and it's just about I'm really, I'm paranoid that people are going to judge me, that they'll think I look this way, that I'm going to dislike myself. Kind of do that, that graded exposure like you would do with anxiety. So kind of buy them and then just wear them around the house for a little bit. Yeah. And then just go into your garden in them and then just pop to the local shop in them and just literally slowly but surely start going out and it'll just become more normal because a lot of the time it's not that these clothes don't suit us or that we can't wear them. It's we're so used to not wearing them and wearing things that maybe hide us away and make us small, that it's uncomfortable at first to wear them because it's just not what we're used to, is it? No, and, and you're absolutely right. And, and I would absolutely endorse that. And what's really interesting is I think the short thing is a knee thing because certain ladies don't like to show their knees. They prefer to either cover them or they prefer to, in the winter, obviously have tights and things like that. But it's, it's also, from my perspective as well, it's about using clothing to your advantage. So, mm. you know, some ladies don't like to um, show their upper arm. You yeah. know, if they get past a certain age, they, they say, you know, I've heard it so many times, I've got bingo wings, you know. Um, and it's then saying like, okay, use, for example, this season, we've got sheer as a trend. So use a sheer sleeve. 
you can still yeah. say not be too hot if you're, you know, if you're post-menopause or you're pre-menopause or anything like that. It's use the sheer then. Use the garments to your advantage. You yeah. know, I, I always laugh about the knees things because I'm only five foot. And I've, I've always been sporty, always been sporty. And I've been married for 20 years. And my husband has always said to me, you have got little boy's knees. But it's, <laughs> but it's one of those things I go, okay, fair enough. But I'm, I've, I've done sport for years and years and yeah. years. And you know what? But it's little things. But it's, in some cases, you know, that's the type of thing, isn't it? That makes people go, oh, have I got little boy's knees? Yeah, I, I probably have got little boy's knees, you know, but I've kind of, yeah. it's a funny joke in our house, but it's, um, it is, isn't it? It's how we perceive it. And you said something, actually, when you were talking about that, you said um, about, you know, about other people, what they might see or how people are worried about others. And mm. you know what it is? It's getting to that real confidence in your own space and your own body. Yeah. Actually, I don't really care what they think. Um, and I don't really care how they perceive me because do you know what? I feel good. And it goes back to that whole, mm. you know, from my perspective, use clothing to make you feel good or, or shoes or yeah. a scarf or an accessory or things like that. Because then the whole of this whole body image piece comes comes together it becomes more minimal and it's I suppose it's like I always say sometimes clothes can be your suit of armor you know use yeah. the clothes to create that suit of armor but use it in a way like we've said before it suits your personality and your lifestyle you know I think they're amazing tips that you've given because it it, it can be so destroying can't it it can be you know if, yeah. if you let it get deeper and deeper and deeper. But from what you do and what I do, it's about making sure that people can look in the mirror, goes back to what we originally started this conversation about, it's about looking in that mirror and seeing back the person that they are truly from, from their mind and their body and everything like that, isn't it? Yeah, and I did, <clears throat> I'll tell you what, be one last thing I want to tell on the tip side. Yeah, go on, go. Is, is have various sizes of clothes because I know full well we have like this weird like self-worth attachment to whatever number is in the back of that label don't we and I used to all the time the amount of times I would feel crap about myself I watch my language all day because I insist on squeezing into these size eight pants which don't really fit me anymore and therefore feel horrific all day um and you know and you'll know that in a lot of different shop sizes change. So for me, yeah. It doesn't match, does it? So, I mean, have a few different ones because you know what? And don't throw away your old clothes because your body might change again. You know, the amount of times I've put on weight and then gone, oh God, so I've thrown out all the clothes that no longer look good and I miss them now. And I'm like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that dress away. I wish I... Keep them all. Have, you know, have clothes in, you know, two or three different dress sizes because your body will naturally fluctuate through the month through the year just you'll go up and down you know we're all a bit heavier in winter you know we naturally eat different we go outside more so we lose weight in the summer we will go like that all the time so have clothes that you can go right okay I'm gonna wear them right okay now actually these fit and just fluctuate between them but you see that's where you and I differ because when we talk to clients we say to them don't do that because in some right. cases it can create a negative mindset so if you've got um, yeah. a, a lady whose weight does, you know, 
say they've gone through, they've either put on weight or they've lost weight because that can be the same thing. Yeah. They, to have those items in your wardrobe creates a negative mindset because they think, oh, I've got to keep going, I've got to keep going, and the anxiety builds of, I don't want to get back to that size, or, oh my goodness, I used to be that size. So again, it's, it's a real mindset thing. So, so yeah. I, funny enough, I, don't, I say the opposite to what you've just said. I say to clients, do you know what? If you don't want to throw them away, that's fine. Or you don't want to throw them away. It sounds awful. If you don't want to resell them or give to charity or anything like that, but take them out of your wardrobe. So, so even if you want to keep them and you airbag them and you put them in the spare room or you put them up in the yeah. loft, whatever you want to do, but take them out from your site. Because what happens is if you constantly look at this varying range of sizes, and I mean dramatic size difference, I don't, yeah. mean, you know, well, that's and I think that's different, isn't it? Because this is just kind of yeah. like natural, what might be comfy. But yeah, if you kind of like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, also like yeah. you said, you know, a size eight in Zara is not an eight in Marks and Spencers. A size 10 in H&M it is not a size. I told the story the other day, I had a client um, and it goes back, you know, ignore the size labels. We talk about this so much. Use them as a guide, but just ignore them. But get the fit, the perfect fit. Yeah. Because... You know, I had a client who is a size 16. We'd been personal shopping. She, she got some amazing pieces that worked for her shape and she loved. And then I demonstrated using one shirt from River Island and we had to get her a size eight because the size yeah. of the shirt was so different, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, and I think it, it's interesting. Listen, um, before we close, because, um, you know, I, I know that you have to, to rush off as well. Um, Tell everybody where they can find you because I know you, you know, you do a lot of great work and I would love people if they're sitting listening thinking, oh, I'd like to find out a bit more about what Natalie does. Just tell everybody where they can find you, Natalie. Yes, well, you can find me on Instagram. So that is, I'm testing myself now. So that is, yeah, um, you've got to remember it all now. Yeah, so that is at Natalie underscore body image coaching. Um, and in there you can follow me or I think in the bio there is kind of a link to all the different ways you can connect with me so I've I've got a free Facebook group Um, yeah I'm always always knocking around (laughs) yeah no but that's brilliant because I know that if people have listened they might think well where can I find her so that's absolutely brilliant listen thank you so much for spending the time with me today I think it's been a phenomenal conversation it's just covered so many different areas um and, and yeah, I hope everybody has enjoyed listening to it. Um, I hope you've managed to take a few bits away from it. Um, and Natalie, thank you so much again. And everybody, come back next week for another episode of The Pocket Stylist. Until then, everybody have a good week. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.